Hello and welcome to Tuning Fork, where we talk about morning devotion, a time to digest and get in tune with God's vibration. All right, good morning, everyone. All right, as you can see, uh, welcome to our fifth episode of Tuning Fork. We have a very special guest with us today. Some of you may be familiar with him. I've had the pleasure of working with him in youth ministries, really such a great older brother to many of the, um, the brothers and sisters in our community. Um, yeah, he's still working um, in our community and making wanting to make a big impact. And I feel that like he just has a really great big heart. And so let's welcome up Koki tomorrow. And yes, he's uh, happily blessed to my wonderful older sister, Sanobi. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Yeah, today we'll be talking about um, getting to know him just a little bit, but also how he is inspired and why he continues to listen to Morning Devotion. Um, and also a little bit what he's doing now um, with YCLC and we'll learn more what that acronym is. All right, Koki, what's up? How have you been? How was that? Nice. Did I do that? That was pretty good, actually. Yeah. Really? It took yeah. me so long. And I and I, uh, I tried to like put it into Google to like see exactly what he's saying. It took me like a whole week when I was trying to actually find it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That was really good. <laughs> really? Okay. I, I didn't even know what Dr. Young was saying when he would say that. In the yeah. very beginning but anyways yeah good morning nice. good morning <laughs> um yeah thank you for introducing me and having me on the on the podcast Jerilyn um yeah so what was the question I was like so focused on Magadang Magapo Sayang no you're good no like what have you been up to how are yeah. you yeah hello everybody I'm Jerilyn said I'm Koki um yeah I'm in my final semester of school let's go um, at Berkeley but I'll be oh, going congrats. to grad school I'll be going to grad school after uh, this summer so okay. the school grind never ends mm. never ever um, but yeah I'm also doing like she uh, like she also mentioned I'm also um, still working in the community as the YC, YCLC coordinator and uh, one and the only um, in the Bay Area at least but it's been it's been very uh very fruitful and it's a it's a very it's been a I was about to curse it was a great it's been a great uh growing experience so far um mm -hmm. I've been like jumping around like different um I guess public ministries you could say doing like youth ministry and then uh carp and then uh, doing carp at Berkeley found founding finding that founding that with Junta Naito but for the first time I feel like something that I've been doing with with public within public ministry will stick and i can i can i can uh, envision it sticking for a while mm. yeah can you write down what yclc is can i what write it, it down okay, it's yeah uh, what is it what's the acronym stand for it's young christian leadership conference mm. um so it's very it is it sounds exactly like aclc but it, it's an emphasis is on youth and um but i still have the pleasure of working with aclc um and the older generation but i have the greater pleasure of um working with second generation and young people 
and my boss's second generation, Joshua Holmes. Um, he's also definitely one of my um, closest friends. So it's just, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's nothing, I'm pretty sure I could find a close friend who's like 60 years old too, but it's just nice to work with a, with a friend who's my age and, and mm-hmm. who's, um, yeah, and just in this position of, of leading me and guiding me and um, and then and then when that's said and done, that I can just share my heart with them as like an heart as an artistic able. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just like a very sweet package, and I and I love it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. That's amazing. Yeah, I feel like you're you've always been involved with some kind of ministry thing. Like ever since you came back or after high school, you're always involved. Like youth ministry, CARP, and now you're doing YCLC. Um, so thank you, Koki, for your investments in our community. Um, yeah, and I, and I heard uh, you've been doing some witnessing efforts like with your mom too. I feel like that must be a little yeah. nerve wracking. Or... <laughs> yeah, definitely. Truly, um, women, women have been the greatest supporters of me in my life. Aww. There is my wife, uh, my number one supporter, but and then um, my mom and my mother-in-law, um, Sonomi's mom, she they've helped me in witnessing efforts at Berkeley. They uh, wow. really helped me pioneer it. Um, I love that unity. <laughs> yeah, and they never like spoke either. They would always just kind of be there. But it was like mm. the presence. It's all about the spiritual presence and support that yeah. they offered that I, uh, um, yeah, that I could say that they were and still are my greatest supports. Um, mm. And right now my mom is like the reason um, in doing YCLC, it's a big focus. A big focus is on church outreach. So we um, go out to churches, different Christian churches, and just try to, um, I guess, introduce YCLC and ACLC as mm. like uh, bodies of Christ, and, yeah. and just try to get pastors to you know gauge whether they're interested and whether they want to work with us. And my mom will always be the one, without a doubt, whether whether or not like she will talk to them, she'll be like, "You better go." you better you better witness nice um so you know it's it's both like you were saying that I've always been involved in something it's um sometimes you know out of like it's like conditionally I do something but at the end of the day um I have again the woman in my life kind of steer me in the right direction just kind of push me and then I and I can like catch the vision so Mm, yeah motherly love and it's like motherly vision and pressure but it's like the love that's behind it yeah and I love seeing your mom um on morning devotion too like sometimes it's just her and um Cooney and I'm like oh, yeah. so cute. like your brother's like tired but then your mom's just like happily smiling next to him <laughs> yeah he like wakes up like right when he wakes up exactly <laughs> like six o'clock and so it takes yeah. him like, two minutes to get out of the bed <laughs> yeah nice. so she's but she's like she's awake like at five o'clock doing a prayer condition too so she's mm. also you know just she's also in the, in the grind, mm. um, just again, very early from the morning. Mm. So you would, you would, uh, attest a lot of your faith to her, huh? Like uh, growing up, you see how faithful she is and, um, how devoted she is in her own ways. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. And I live with my, <laughs> I live with my parents still, mm-hmm. but hopefully not by the end of the year, hopefully I'm leaving the nest soon. <laughs> That's the plan. But, but, you know, that's, that's not to say that I haven't like just, yeah, I, I've, out of all my siblings, I have three brothers, two older and then one younger. I've lived right. in the house the longest. Mm-hmm. I did two years of GPA. And then other than that, I've stayed at home the longest. Um, I've only been away from home during those two years of GPA. Mm-hmm. Um, but most definitely like it's, 
in getting blessed, you know, like you really try to like find your faith and ground it with, with your spouse, or in my case, mm-hmm. with my wife, Sonomi. Um, yeah. And in that, I, I've really found like in trying to like really understand my own faith and how I can practice it and how I can come to, um, I guess, manifest it in my relationships other than just with my wife. I've really come to realize that a lot of my faith I attribute to my mom. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, to my parents, but mainly my mom, um, just in the way that I think I'd like to think that we're both pretty like driven, like not so emotional, um, at least like, you know, in terms of like connecting to things like with our heart and through our emotions. I'm mm. not, I'm very much like just if I, if I, uh, if I see something on the road or I mean, if I see something down the road that I should strive towards and I'll just do it. Um, very yeah, mission oriented. Like, you know, mission oriented. Exactly. I don't want to mm. say that's like the best thing. It's not the worst <laughs> thing, but it's, it's, it is what I think has driven me. And I, Mm. yeah but you know in in having done that like this being mission oriented is like the very reason why I'm doing YCLC and and the reason why I feel like the most um connected to that out of all the ministries that I've been that I've been involved in I don't know if there's Mm going to be something like down the line right past YCLC but um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I mean I think that's so powerful having that being able to see that vision for yourself and for the ministry that you're working in and being able to feel like you can sustain this and that you're willing to um, invest into this I think that's very powerful because I feel like I mean working in youth ministry as well you know it it is a hard ministry and carpet's like okay I'm not going to be in college for so long but for YCLC I feel like yeah I will be you know a young adult and you know YCLC's ministry goes like connects with ACLC so yeah I can I definitely can see that uh, long-term vision uh, moving forward as well so yeah mm-hmm. nice how was that uh, in terms of morning devotion how was like morning devotion really impacted you in either your mission either your daily life or however you feel um even why maybe you choose to continue to watch it <laughs> um yeah forward after what is it like the 160th something episode <laughs> something like that yeah um yeah I I started watching it the the one where it was in person first after like the mm. sixth day um and I've done my I've, I've tried my best to watch it every day but um um I guess like more recently I think you know how or more typically the structures like Dr. Young will introduce um or will talk about father's words directly mm-hmm. usually pertaining to something about God's heart God's mm-hmm. a suff- uh, suffering and sorrowful heart and then he would like transition to the youth ministry. I mm. usually like, and yeah, usually the youth ministry. And I usually didn't like, I don't want to say gain so much from the youth ministry, but I was like, yes, God's heart. Let's like, yes, that's what we need to learn. That's what we need to. Um, suffering. That's what we as like, huh? <laughs> suffering. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Not that I know about suffering, but, but I, I always resonated with that and like that structure and the flow. And like when we, when I would join the, um, when I would join the, um, the the devotion where we would share our reflections afterwards yes, that's what always stuck out to me but mm-hmm. more recently like I I 100% like just totally resonate and I and I really and I'm really grateful for the ministry the youth ministry talks that he's been giving mm-hmm. um like one that like I've been thinking about like um I don't want to say all day but I think about at least in the in the morning of every day and the evening before the morning is I have to win the dawn the ministry of the dawn um mm-hmm. that was like a few days ago but I don't know, for some reason, it just strikes me as like, you know, everything that I feel like a lot of things um, 
fall under that in terms of the youth ministry? Like if I can have a good day of preparation, if I can mobilize, if I can, um, if I can even just do simple things like serving my wife, my family, doing chores, like it just starts with like, it doesn't like depend on whether I have a good day or not, mm. but emotionally and spiritually like attuning myself in the morning definitely like has good or bad consequences, um, good consequences throughout the day. And if I don't, then, then bad things, or I, you know, it's easier for me to, I guess, be distracted. Um, yeah. And so anyways, that's just like one that like really strikes, um, that has really like struck me. And I think about it a lot. Yeah. Just like in, even in small, like really small, small talk with my family, it's just fun to, to remind myself of that. And yeah, devotion is also nice just because within my family and my in-laws family, it's just something we talk about. Um, never really talked about Hundake or guidances per se in the past. Mm. Not that we've ever had them on like a national or even like a local level, mm-hmm. um, but even like Sunday service, um, it wasn't like something of a topic of conversation, but like my whole family just gets behind being able to talk about devotion and it's, and it's just a sweet deal. Yeah. I think that's so beautiful. Yeah. I think now that I reflect upon it too, like I, I feel like I never talked really about my parents about Sunday service like we'll like sit next to each other sometimes still and then like oh we'll just go along to like fellowship upstairs in the church but um yeah I totally agree I feel like we're having a lot deeper conversations and about faith and um yeah thank you for that <laughs> like yeah. I think I, yeah even with other people within our church community too like I'll be put in a breakout room with someone from our church community that I I've known my whole life. I've seen my whole life, but I realized I'd never had a, like a full on conversation with until morning devotion. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. But that, I think that's so beautiful just with your, with your, not just your parents, but your in-laws and well. So it's like, you can develop this sense of like a deeper connection with, with them, not just the fact that you're Sonomi's husband, but like, you know, you're also their yeah. son, but a son of faith, a son of God as well. So thing that's props <laughs> that's that's really beautiful yeah dang so any uh anything you're looking forward to within uh this next couple uh weeks or months or this the rest of this year um that's a good question i um yeah one of the great things in working with someone like joshua holmes is he's like i guess like usually in the in the in the corporate church ladder you have oh, to, in like, the know. there are a lot of rungs <laughs> right. rungs, yeah that you have to get to to like the mm. top like like a like for Reverend Dunkley um as of like just last year you know there mm-hmm. are a lot of people that you would have to get through to hear directly from him I mean we had the great pleasure of you know hearing from him every single Sunday that's like mm-hmm. another great thing um but yeah and just working with Joshua I get a lot of updates like up like the updates of the updates um just working with him he's always in a meeting um if he's not on a call with us hmm? I can imagine (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. no we have a we have a call at five for at least um PST Pacific Standard Time we have a call at 5 30 in the morning um and we've like done we've been doing that for like the last I want to say like the last three months for Mm. YCLC and preparing education um but he usually is gone like half of the time not not because of anything other than he's just in a meeting and like from the beginning compared to now he's just in like a meeting every other day mm-hmm. um yeah and so with that it's it's just nice being able to it's just not nice but it's um it's I guess it's always inspiring for me to like just hear the updates directly from what Dr. Young would say that's passed to Joshua that's passed to my team 
Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. And with that, um, yeah, that's where a lot of like the brain juices and the spiritual like energy starts to flow. And then ideas um, begin to, um, I guess, marinate. And, and then like they take, they, they manifest later in the day. But that was like mm -hmm. the inspiration behind um, um, my recent, like YCLC's recent event, Pastor's Vision Night. That was mm -hmm. on Saturday last weekend. Um, it just came from an idea. And then Josh was like, you should just pick a date and do it. And then I hey. and then I'm like, I, hey. I don't think I've ever like organized an event. I mean, I'm sure I, I, I have done like with youth ministry, but in terms of uh, something that like required a lot of like preparation and kind of starting from the ground up, mm. um, this was the first time. So I picked a date and I was like, all right, Joshua, here it is. I'm offering it up to you. And then like after that call, I'm just like, I'm not going to do it. No way. <laughs> it was like, yeah, right. I did. I did my part. I declared to Joshua. I declared and that's the important thing. But anyways, yeah, God worked and it was way better than expected. The end product was way better than expected. Mm. Um, yeah. And so um, anyways, my point is to your question about what am I looking forward to? Um, we talk about um, the YCLC pilgrimage to Korea, um, 1200 Ooh, minutes yes. pilgrimage to Korea a lot. Mm -hmm. And everything that we do stems from there um, in preparing for it, like the physical mm -hmm and spiritual preparation for it um, and thinking about how we can get there. But then there's so many steps to get to 1200. Like, you know, we can't just go from zero to 1200 in the, in, in the, in the span of, I think, three months, April, May, June, July. So four months. Um, so there's a so lot it's of- it's in July? It's going to be in August, like the very oh, okay. beginning of August. Oh, um, wow, yeah. Mm -hmm. August 2nd to 6th. Mark it Ooh. on your calendar. <laughs> all second gen are invited i'm not joking so um cool. yeah but it's everything that we do is in preparation for that and so in the short like 15 20 minutes that we um that we meet in the morning that we pray a lot of uh good things ideas revelations come about in that time mm -hmm. um yeah and like i said like the most recent local event that came from that, that genesis from a moment um in that morning from a morning prayer so, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to every like development that like Joshua has to bring to us in the morning. And he says like, Dr. Young says this, like he wants us to bring like a million people like to this. I'm like, oh God, <laughs> it's like a good way though. It's like a good way to exercise faith and, and just believe yeah. in it. I think like this year, I've been like the least cynical about certain goals. Not like cynical as in like, not gonna work, no way. Right. But, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, sorry. I was just gonna say it, it I have been the most hopeful and the most optimistic about like hearing the original goal was actually 120. Mm -hmm. And the story is Joshua and Reverend Milhan Stevens, they like consulted and deliberated like, yes, this is good. This is good. And they brought it up to Dr. Young and Dr. Young is like 100 too small. <laughs> and that's how it became 1,200 mm -hmm. just because Dr. Young's mind and vision, you know, goes wow. beyond yeah. 120. And so Mm -hmm. But when I heard that, I'm just like, yeah, that is cool. And that is something I can totally get on board with. In the past, mm -hmm. I would have been like a lot more. Um, like, oh, man, how, what are you even yeah. talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just, yeah. I, yeah, just resistance and hesitant and hesitation. Mm -hmm. But yeah, anyways, I guess just centering myself on praying and then going into hearing morning devotion by Dr. Young, like right after that in the morning at 6 a.m., it has 
helped me to just, yeah, I guess just deepen my faith. I didn't think I could really do that listening to, mm. the, to God's word, but yeah, yeah prayer and in, in, in God's word, you know, one of the most important preparation pieces of preparation and Johnson that we can offer. So it, it definitely like a hundred percent has made, made the world of a difference in my own, um, yeah, like pragmatic life of faith. It's been very practical. Uh, I, I mean, I, I love seeing how how bright you are when you're talking about YCLC right now. I think just seeing how how happy you are, but also just I can I can feel this sense of of mission, but also drive behind the words that you're saying. So, yeah, thank yeah. you, Cookie. Yes, yes, I am. Yeah, I feel good. I just feel good moving forward, and I I think yeah, just in like Saturday's um, local YCLC event was like a litmus test, just trying to see like what I can do. Um, yeah, and I'm very hopeful for the future, both for the Bay Area and um, things moving forward, all centered on yeah. Dr. Young and True Mother. So things are looking good. Yay, <laughs> good yeah. to hear it. If I had a, maybe backtrack a little bit, I just had a practical question. As a mm -hmm. student myself, how are you like balancing all of this? with like school with YCLC and um yeah because I feel I when I look at you you seem like at peace or not at peace but at least like you're driven right but I feel like sometimes in terms of our the things that we're doing I feel like sometimes they can get jumbled up or um might you might feel too busy but I think right now I feel like you've kind of like you've got the vision and you're just heading toward toward that vision okay it's not really a secret. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Or or maybe they are, well, I go to UC Berkeley and people think like, that's so hard. I'm an English major, LOL. <laughs> I don't see you, Karen Ishiguro, if you want to get into Berkeley, which I think she will this month. Um, mm -hmm. The English major is kind of a joke. There's there's a lot of work for sure. But you know, the great thing about about having or just this year is like you know God knows your limits and if there was more schoolwork for me then I for sure would have been swamped with you know kind of spreading myself thin but perhaps mm. God just like sprout just uh, sprouted the idea in every single one of my professors and just thought hey let's make let's make this semester totally easy so like oh he can do YCLC I love that um, yeah. yeah so school yeah and I I think like school's been really easy for me that's why like I can actually um, yeah, I can focus a lot on public mission and church outreach mm -hmm. every single day, every single week. Um, but more practically, when I did, <laughs> okay, I'm also a graduating senior, so you know, senioritis. <laughs> um, but more practically, if I could give a tip to students, um, I think it's a mindset thing. I know people who mm -hmm. just school and were like, oh, school, like, oh, my stats class, that is crazy. Yeah um stats was hard for sure not to say mm -hmm. anything on stats um but I think it's a lot of it is a mindset thing I remember my only like piece of guidance when the CARP Bay Area people came to here mm -hmm. was just don't limit yourself like you're you're you can do more than what you think you can do mm -hmm. I really believe that um people are like oh I'm taking like these classes and how can I devote time I think you could I, I think agree. you can do classes and then do more I think I told this yeah. to you too Jerlyn I feel like mm -hmm. This is something that we may have talked about in the past, but probably, <laughs> yeah, that is probably my only tip and it's a mindset thing, but yeah, going to a school that is considered tough. I know I don't do STEM, but even at Chabot, when I did 
take harder classes and um, did my toes in math. Um, yeah, you can always do more than what you think you can do. That's what I believe. That's what I think your yeah. parents believe and what your parents believe. So it helps when you're thinking like, I have this coming up. I have like that event to plan for, but yeah, it's possible. You're mm. possible. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't have any and practical tips because I'm a freaking English major. No, that, I mean, honestly, that I think that in itself of where, where you're able to look at how the semester is going thus far and that to say that you don't have that much work because God like was like, hey, I need Koki for YCLC. That mindset in itself is like, dang, like that's where I'm trying to be. You know, it's like, yeah, because I feel like it's really easy to make, I don't want to say these excuses, but these reasons for like, oh, okay, I can't wake up for morning devotion because of this, or I can't, I don't have time to invest into this ministry because of this, right? But I feel like when you have this heart, at least in my personal experience, is like, when you have this heart of wanting to invest into a ministry, despite having a busy schedule, it's like you make time for it and then God works. Like, you know, you, you stick to that determination. You stick to that, to that promise you made um, to your mission. And then, you know, God will work. And I feel like I've experienced that so much in, in this past two years. And I don't know, so from what you're saying too, it seems like, yeah, you're able to recognize like God just, you know, planting that idea in your, in your professor's minds and um, opening it up. I mean, I'm not going to dismiss anyone who's having a hard time, right, with schedule, but yeah, True. I think yeah. having faith that God works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Any final last words uh, for anything you wanted to leave off with? Um, I don't. If you're interested in doing church outreach with me, hit me up, though. <laughs> yeah. Where can fun. people reach you, Cookie? Hmm? your facebook uh, or we can get you to get them connected to you uh, yes you can read me reach me at my um at my email my personal email my very personal email cookietamara.gmail.com no space no caps no okay. underscores you can also reach me on facebook i reply very fast um yeah but you know i understand if you don't want to but if you're just interested in learning about yclc church outreach any of the above learning about what Dr. Young wants for America via YC, ACLC, YCLC, just ask me a question I'll be, and I'll be happy to answer your question. All right, awesome. Thank you, Koki. Yes, it's awesome having you. This was Sherilyn. This was Koki. Tuning out, bye. Bye, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Naomi Sharf and Faith Wong for creating our jingle. If you'd like, you can tune in to Morning Devotion with the links in our bio and hopefully be a guest on our podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope to see you on our next episode of Tuning Fork.